Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. What is up, everybody? I'm John Middlecoff. This is 3 and Out Podcast. Thanks for coming. Thanks for potentially subscribing. Need you to subscribe. Go do that right now. If you listen on Collins' feed, go to 3 and Out. Subscribe to that page. Uh, hope everyone's having had a good week. I guess if you're listening to this Friday, Saturday, week's over. Having a good weekend. Enjoying yourself. Summer's here. It's sunny outside. Sweating a little. It's always good to you know get the endorphins going uh, and doing whatever you people do. Uh, big show today. Went to Niners, OTAs. Have a couple thoughts. Uh, on what I saw, there's just a, a growing topic about fan behavior. I have some takes there. And then I'm going to do this little thing called just rapid fire. I just wrote down about, you know, probably seven, eight topics that I've seen throughout the week. I'm just going to hit on them. Uh, get, give an opinion from everything from Big Ben to Dan Campbell. Uh, and then, of course, the Middlecoff mailbag at John Middlecoff is my Instagram to get on the show Firing those DMs. Running pretty low on DMs. I've answered a lot of DMs, obviously, over the years. Fire in there if you haven't. Everything, I'm posting this all also on YouTube. John Middlecoff is the YouTube channel. 
post all the different segments on YouTube. Uh, you can find the content there as well as obviously listening it to on the podcast. So we're just trying to be multidimensional, be on multi-platforms. It's like being a quarterback. It's like I can throw from the pocket. We can scramble. We can run left and throw across our body. You got to be able to do a lot of different things, as uh, I think Trey Lance might be able to do. Okay, one of the perks of this little job that I have, uh, I'm a streamer, podcaster, is I'm able to go to NFL practices. And it's cool. Like, I don't I don't take it for granted to be able to go out there. Now, granted, it's part of my gig. Need to be able to talk about it. It's free marketing for them. So it's a, it's a win-win situation for everyone involved. But, you know, living in the Bay Area, I, can, I have access to an NFL team right down the road. Went to Niner practice the other day. And one thing that really jumped out to me at practice is just how difficult it is to make it in the league. You know, I, I've been doing this professionally now for 13 years whether it was working in college football, working in the NFL, and then talking about football for a living. And I'm out at practice, and Josh Rosen is competing to be the third-string quarterback. Josh Rosen was basically a blue-chip guy coming out of high school, went to UCLA, three and done, went 10th overall. And, and three or four years later, he's literally fighting for his livelihood. If Josh Rosen just got off the bus just next to Jimmy Garoppolo, he looks better. Josh Rosen is big, and then when you watch him throw, he's got a bigger arm. And the craziest part about quarterback, unlike probably most positions, like if you watch most wide receivers, you can be like, God, that guy's really fast, or God, that guy's really big, or God, that guy can really jump. With a quarterback, like you can see some guys that throw it great in practice. You can see other guys that throw it poorly in practice. It doesn't really matter. A little bit like we talked about earlier in the week with Adam Vinatieri, Brad Seeley, the special teams coach, you know, he wasn't even a great practice player, but in the games, we had faith. Like, you don't really know with a quarterback until you get him in a game situation. And I don't know all the details with how this guy's career has been derailed, but just watching him at practice, now, he's not a great athlete, definitely relative to Trey Lance or even Jimmy Garoppolo's pretty mobile, but just him standing there and him throwing the football is impressive. And this guy's NFL career NFL career was drafted 10th overall. You know, this is going to be his fourth season. That is not very long ago. It is hanging on by a shoestring. And I think part of the reason we love the sport of football is things change so dramatically. There are no scholarships. Think how often you just, we, we, I don't know if you noticed, but the Celtics yesterday, Danny Ainge quits. Brad Stevens goes from, being the coach to now the GM, just weird shit's going on. Like, Kemba Walker is on their team for this max contract. He's going nowhere. The equivalent in the NFL, Kemba Walker would be cut this offseason. See ya. Adios. Thanks for your service. You know, it'd be done. And in football, that's, that's what happens. So you're just constantly churning through guys. But we all, like, I don't care if you were the biggest Josh Rosen hater, you would not have thought that he would have been out of the league potentially by year four. That Josh Rosen's career wouldn't even be half as long one day as like Matt Barkley? That's crazy talk. But that's what might happen. And it just, just being out there was like, man, this is, sometimes it just puts it into perspective, this is really, really difficult. Because if me, you, your buddies just went out to the park and handed this guy a ball and watched him spin it, you'd be like, holy moly, <laughs> this guy can sling the pill. 
and goes to Trey Lance. And I, I mentioned this. We talked a ton about him on my other podcast, Haber Middlecoff. Checked it out. Dove deep in. But just an overall take, just seeing him physically. And again, like to my Josh Rosen take, you can't take away much from quarterbacks in practice situations, especially in June when they're not in pads. But you can tell physical attributes, right? What he looks like standing there, what he looks like throwing the ball, and it looks good. I mean, it looks it looks really good. I think it's fair to say that if he had not come out and had gone back to North Dakota State, which I guess would have been his redshirt junior season, he if he had a good year, more than likely he would have been the number one pick in the draft. Like, he's that type physical talent. Now, we know playing quarterback is more than physical talent, but it's it's pretty eye-opening when you just watch the guy stand there. Now, Jimmy is not the biggest quarterback. You know, Jimmy's on the, I, I would have said low end, but now we got Kyler's 5'9", showed up at practice, by the way. We got Baker, who's, you know, 5'11", Russell's 5'11". We, we got short guys. I guess Baker might be six feet, but it's probably the shortest era of quarterbacks in the history of the league. Jimmy... 10, 15, 20 years ago would have been on the lower end at, you know, barely 6'2", right? Anyone that's ever been by Phillip Rivers, the Mannings, Flacco's, Big Ben. I mean, quarterback Carson Wentz, even Jared Goff. I remember going to a Warriors playoff game. It was game seven. It was game seven the, the year LeBron won this title in Cleveland. And I was walking up to Oracle uh, with his girl, kind of dating at the time, but she had tickets. She took me. It was really cool. I mean, I'm glad I went. If I could take one thing back, I would have got less, less intoxicated during the game and been pretty sober the whole time. But whatever. It, it was fun. I remember walking up to the game. Game seven, it was massive. That was the 73-win Warriors team. I walked by two guys. First was Nadama Kinsu. It was like, oh, I, I, I might have played a little guard, wing T style, Davis High School, early 2000s. Awful football player. But walking by that guy, I went, oh my God. That guy is massive. And then probably 15 feet later, Jared Goff and some of his high school buddies that look like maybe college buddies, he's also really tall. And Jimmy's just not that big. But Jimmy clearly, like, I, one takeaway I had from practice, underrated part about Jimmy, and he's a polarizing guy, and I think it's just a lot of people naturally kind of shit on him. Do you know how good you have to be to be Jimmy Garoppolo? Wasn't recruited really out of high school right? Goes to Northern Illinois, Eastern Illinois, whatever the Romo school is with Sean Payton. Goes there. uh, Has a really good career. Then to be that good to get drafted in the second round, like remember, Tony Romo wasn't getting drafted in the second round. Tony Romo was an undrafted free agent. Then Jimmy goes in the second round. And obviously to have the career that he's just had, again, polarizing a lot of it's because of the money, but is really impressive. So my overall takeaway is it's, it's really hard to play quarterback. You know, like the, the the outliers that are the Brady's, the Mahomes, the Russell Wilson's that are so elite and sustain it for a long period of time, that's not normal. You know, I mean, every team is just, the Niners are hoping and praying and they have to feel pretty good about having Trey Lance. But man, you, you don't really know and you won't really know until he starts playing games, right? Because he looks sweet, which I'm sure Trevor Lawrence does, which I'm, I know talking to people with the Bears, Justin Fields does. Zach Wilson, I'm sure, is slinging that pill around, right? Mac, you know, we've heard some differencing of reports, but Mac Jones is not going to look good in an OTA setting. Not a great athlete, not very tall, doesn't have a great arm. (laughs) I mean, he's just part of the reason Jimmy looks good. He gets rid of the ball fast. He knows the offense. I bet Jimmy, I, I remember maybe hearing something like a year ago 
that Jimmy's, uh, I almost said freshman year, but rookie year with the Patriots was pretty ugly, right? It's some guys that take some time. Now the pressure, the eyeballs, the, the podcast like me with a lot of people listening, boom, have a take. Like if Trey Lance had been the opposite, not good, like that would have been a big deal. Luckily, that's not. Doesn't mean you actually accomplish anything, but it's uh, it was fascinating. It was fun to get out there and see uh, see some see some football, football americano as they call it in uh, in Mexico. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card you put it off long enough it's time to replace your tires tire rack has tires that will elevate your drive touring tires for commuter comfort performance tires for sporty handling all-terrain tires for on and off road adventure go to tirerack.com to get started not sure where to begin use the tire decision guide to get a personalized tire recommendation the right tires for how what and where you drive choose from the full line of firestone tires Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online 
and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bowl flavor, full pouches. I wanted to spend just a couple minutes on fan behavior. I think the reaction has been pretty ridiculous. When you combine young people with alcohol, dumb things happen. We have been watching sporting events for years, especially since camera phones and videos going viral of people fighting. What do you think is a common denominator of people fighting? I would imagine the blood alcohol level on both individuals tends to be really, really high. Here's the other thing. Fights happen all the time at bars and clubs. What does that usually entail? Younger people, alcohol. The difference, though, at a game is there is a winner and there is a loser. And there is an opponent. So most people in an arena are rooting against the other team. And then you're going to have a segment of the people who are going to be younger and really, really intoxicated. That is going to add up to problems. But when I saw the reaction about just fan behavior is outrageous, I laughed. When they're at Boston Garden or whatever, whatever it's called, and one dude throws a water bottle, and it's like, oh my God, the fans! I just did the math. One divided by 18,000 people doesn't even sniff half a percent. The segment, one person, if I tell you 18,000 people attend something, and there's going to be a ton of alcohol, and who all the majority of those 18,000 people, what they go to see, the opposite is going to happen. The other team is going to win. What they go to see, it's a disaster. It's usually going to be problems. And one thing that I lost touch with when I, I definitely when I worked in radio, I used to always go on media passes at games, and I would sit with the media. I mean, honestly, now you couldn't pay me to do that. For the last three or four years, since going into business for myself, like I needed to just get a better feel for the fan. Like I, I, I just lost touch because working in the league, I obviously sat in boxes. And then working in the media, I just sat in the box. I never spent any time in the stands. Here's the thing about sitting in the stands. One, you got to pay for a ticket. So when I pay for a ticket, typically I want something in return, right? These tickets at NFL games, now NFL doesn't have the same problem as the NBA just because the the where the fans are are separated from the players, right? Just the way the sport is, the way the field's set up, the way even you have to have a buffer where the sideline is. No one's really on top of them. So there is a built-in separation. Where in the NBA, they're kind of right on top of them. But when I go to a game, there's a reason people get really pissed off when their team lays an egg. Not just because they're mad their team laid an egg. They paid to see that. They, 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 they paid their hard-earned dollars. One thing that's been eye-opening to me since paying to go to games these last several years, it is not cheap. It is really, really expensive. NFL tickets to sit in the second deck cost a lot to go to a good game. NBA tickets are outrageous. The thing with the, at least in the NFL, if I go to watch the Chiefs Chargers, I know I'm getting Herbert Mahomes. Unless one of them has been hurt leading up to the game. And I go, well, Herbert might not play, but I know Mahomes is going to play. In the NBA, which has their fan and, you know, team player uh, relations right now has never been worse. There is a major disconnect. 
And I, I think it's only going to grow in animosity because people pay to go to these games. And then throughout the season, people just don't play. It's basically like the team is looking back at the fan with a middle finger and saying, F you. We do not care what you think. Pay that ticket. Sit down and shut up. In the NFL, the only reason you really get mad is if your team sucks and like lays an egg. You know, though, for 99% of the time, if a guy is like not in the game, he's, he's injured. In the, in the NBA, they just feel like hanging out. They don't even, they're like, screw you. We just don't want to play this week. And I'll never forget this, though. And I, I, I haven't since I've been doing what I do now and gone into business for myself is that the fans pay all the bills. And I think the way that they get generalized is kind of embarrassing, especially by the media elites, as I consider them. Because most people in the media, if you've been working in the media for 20 years, you have not paid one penny to go to a game. You go to every game for free. And they feed you at the game. You're actually paid to go to the game, but that's your job. But you, do, you never pay to go to these games. You lose touch with the paying customer. Yet without that paying customer, you're irrelevant. right? You need The fans pay all the players' bills, all the owners' bills, all the media bills. You're like, what do you mean, John? The CBS and Fox. Why do you think they're paying? Because of the audience. And really now, your time is more valuable than actually going to these games. But when you do go to a game, it basically becomes a bar. So when I see one fan, and we, we do this in the NFL a lot, these fights go viral in the crowds. You can't have it both ways. You can't go like, look at those two idiots fighting. And it's like, I can't believe... One of those idiots threw a water bottle at a guy's face. Well, you can't have it both ways. If you're going to have alcohol, which they're always going to have, it's too powerful of a business, it's too enjoyable to go and have some pops at the game. But when you when you factor in young people, when you factor in tensions are running hot, there's going to be a winner and a loser. Fights happen at bars and clubs all the time for people bumping into each other. Let alone you go to a game, you pay a premium to sit there, your team sucks, they get beat. Like It's understandable. I, listen, I can't relate. I don't really, mo- every football game I've been to the last decade, I don't drink. I'm usually working. But sitting in the stands, like you see, like, God, I feel a little uncomfortable. Something might happen. You know what you're getting into. So this reaction of like, the, it's, the NBA is out of control with fans. One guy and 18,000 people? Do the math. It's like a fifth of a percent of a percent of a percent. It's like 0.0005. That's a pretty good percentage. Go to any other scenario in society with that many people, the majority of them drinking, especially the young people, what do you think is going to happen? Everyone just holds hands and sings kumbaya? Are we that out of touch? Of course this is going on. And to me, though, when you factor in the price of admission to go to these games, the irony, like I said, it's more valuable for you for these leagues for you to sit on the couch. They want your, they, they want your attention. That is worth billions of dollars to these leagues. Adam Silver would sell his left arm right now to get the 50% of his precipitous audience that dropped off, you know, just out of nowhere the last four or five years to come back. The NFL does not have that problem. They have a massive audience, right, that that consumes football on their couch. Obviously, they do in the games too. They get the best of both worlds. Sold out seats, people watching. That's where they make their money, the fans. But we can't be shocked when people act like idiots. We see it all over. Most people, like, you get on social media lately, like, everyone's an idiot. Everyone's acting like idiots. What, should we be shocked? What, what's this reaction? What are you supposed to do? Like, don't serve alcohol then. Make everyone sober. I bet it's less likely to happen. That's never going to happen. So you can't have your cake and eat it too. This has been going on forever. Ask anyone in sports in the 70s and 80s what it was like attending road games. 
It was vicious. Mean things are said. Things are thrown at you sometimes. It sucks. I'm not saying it's right, but what are we talking about? And I, th- I think the, the majority of fans, just like the majority of people, are acting fine. Yet they get painted with this broad brush. Broad brush. It's like, hey guys, they're paying all your bills. You might not want to shit on these people for one village idiot throwing a water bottle or popcorn or whatever. In football, it's a little more difficult. They end up just fighting themselves. But again, nothing goes viral like a good football fight in the uh, in the 300s, right? We love that. And then we freak out when someone does something at him. Like, you cannot have it both ways. If you're going to have alcohol and it's always going to be there, like that ain't ever leaving, you got to expect some craziness. It's part of the deal. I'm going to go a little NFL rapid fire. Just hit stories, go fast. Just keep it moving, baby. We're going to start with a guy named Big Benjamin Roethlisberger. And he talked. Anytime he talks, you haven't heard from him, you get some zingers. One, unprovoked, he just let everyone know two years ago his elbow blew up. Like, yeah, Ben, we know. You got Tommy John. No one was questioning your elbow injury. And he's like, no excuses. Well, Ben, like, just, we, we get it, bro. You, you blew up your elbow. You're old. We understand. It's understandable. No one was questioning, you know, you just like tapped out and you could have played. We understand. But he also mentioned, and this was funny, that he voluntarily, that he went to the Steelers to take a pay cut. Gonna call BS on that one. And listen, I, I've been saying forever that I think the media does a poor job when players take a little less. If you take a little less for the bigger picture, like, do you know how much money Tom Brady has made by taking quote-unquote a little less and becoming the greatest quarterback of all time? He's gonna make dramatically more money when his career's over. His brand grew exponentially by winning. Taking a little less, think, I know in my business, I undercut right now, I have a pending deal on our other podcast with a big brand, it would be badass, that, you know, it's, it's a relatively high number. Uh, it's the, you know, quote unquote, the going rate. But if they wanted to come down, I probably will. <laughs> you know, is that quote unquote a pay cut or is it just kind of meeting in the middle? Is it meeting like I want to be a part of this? Ben, you want to be a part of the Steelers, we ain't paying you $30 million. Because last year, you're 38, 39 years old, a lot of tread on the tires. But I don't believe for a second that you voluntarily took a pay cut. Because in the NFL, that never is the case. Unless you know they're going to cut you. And if you know you got cut, like, who's paying you the money? So did you take, like, maybe you agreed. Maybe the the actual story is, like, you understood that if you didn't take a pay cut, that they would have released you and no one was going to pay you. Anywhere near what the Steelers will pay you next year. Which is smart business on your end. But it's always good to shape the narrative, you know, with a guy like Roethlisberger to make him look like a good guy. Uh, read a couple people write, I think NewOrleans.com, might be a paper, that the Saints are going to have a true quarterback competition. That Jameis is not the entrenched starter. That him and Taysom are going to have, I don't know, equal reps, but go into training camp uh, to battle it out for the starting quarterback. I don't think there will be. If it's an open competition, Jameis Winston is going to be the starter. Jameis Winston is just a better quarterback than Taysom. Also, making Taysom the quarterback diminishes your offense. Because if Jameis is on the field, like when Drew Brees was on the field, having Taysom do some of your trick plays, having him just on the field to play, is a benefit for your offense. To go with Michael Thomas, to go with the offensive line, to go with Kamara. It's, to me, it's you can already see the way it's shaping up. I will be stunned if Jameis Winston week one doesn't walk out the tunnel and take the first snap as the starting quarterback for the Saints. I also think bigger picture. 
And listen, Drew Brees clearly has been uh, trending the wrong way. That's why he retired. I think he knows. Like, usually the player knows even faster than we know. Even if they're not, you know, naive is the wrong word, but in denial about it. Like, part of being in denial about it is you know something's going on. You just don't want to, you refuse to think about it. Sometimes being in denial is kind of healthy, you know? I just, you don't want to live in reality because sometimes reality sucks. Drew Brees didn't necessarily want to retire, especially when he sees a contemporary playing till he's 44. I bet a couple years ago, Drew Brees like, maybe I can play till 42, 43. And then he realized, no, this is, I'm trending poorly. I don't want to walk up the field like Peyton did his last season. And really, Peyton didn't even know. He just went into that season, and all of a sudden, he had fallen off a cliff. But it'll be interesting, because the last couple years, I thought the Saints had one of the best rosters in the league. Uh, They clearly underachieved in the playoffs. Uh, You know, you could argue they got screwed the one year to the Rams. The Minnesota Miracle happened to them. Kirk Cousins beat them. They just could never... I thought they had a Super Bowl roster, and they just couldn't get it done. Their roster's still really good, but is their quarterback play going to come back to earth? That's That, to me, is just a fascinating thing to watch. I don't know. I mean, maybe Jameis is going to be really good for him. I actually think the offense sets up pretty well for him. The problem in Bruce Arians' offense is down-the-field offense. Well, Jameis is going to throw a lot of picks if he's pushing the ball down the field. If you're just running slants and outs to Michael Thomas, you're dumping it off to Alvin Kamara, it might you know, limit his ability to turn the ball over. I'm fascinated to watch Jameis with, uh, with Sean Payton as, as a full-time starter. Zach Ertz, Red Zach Ertz teams are still very interested. Some of these teams right now cannot even sign their rookies. I don't think the Eagles are one of them because I saw Devontae Smith sign his $20 million contract. But it does feel like there's a lot of smoke with Zach Ertz that he'll eventually not be on the team. Now, clearly the Eagles are, they're not going to try to lose this season. So they're not going to give him away for like a fourth or a fifth round pick. I mean, he's still a valuable player. Could they get a third round pick for him? That was my last draft. What was he, like the fourth or fifth pick in the second round? He's been fantastic. Helped you win a Super Bowl. Helped you be a really good team for a couple years. If I was a good team, if if I was a Colts, a Bills, any of these, the the Packers, I would be all over this guy. I would, this, this guy can help your offense. Peter King wrote that most observers, maybe scuttlebutt within the league office, believe there will be an 18-game season. Of course there will. Within three or four years, there are going to be two preseason games and 18 regular season games. That is a 100% lock. And they'll make dramatically more money because every week added on of regular season games equals cha-ching. And the league just like every business, some just pretend to lie about it, are addicted to profits, are addicted to revenue. And the way the NFL generates the most revenue is by games. So this year, they're going to have more revenue. Why? They have an added week. That's why they added playoff teams. They got two extra playoff games. Instead of four playoff games on wildcard weekend, they got six. Win, win, chicken dinner. I guess it's winner, winner, chicken dinner. But yeah, it's inevitable. Might be sooner than you even, maybe it happens in less than two or three years. Dan Campbell. I, I, I love Dan Campbell. I would love to have him on this podcast. Anyone with the Detroit Lions organization listening, hit me up with an email. I would love to talk to Dan Campbell. I know Colin's down on him. I'm high on him. I really am. I think he's a just a great character for the league. Part of the reason the NFL is king, and it's just surpassed for various reasons, but... When I was a kid, basketball, football, and baseball coaches, baseball you call the manager, were all really famous, right? Nowadays, 
baseball managers, some of them make like 700 GER. I mean, they're irrelevant. They are middle management. The GMs run it. They're the, the Tommy Lasordas, Bruce Bochies, those guys don't exist. The league is full of Gabe Kaplers that are paid 850 grand and do exactly what they're told. The, the, the days of guys, Tony LaRussa, when he was having the whole spat with his team about hitting a home run, 3 nothing up 10 runs in the eighth inning or whatever, Lance Lynn had said something like he thinks Tony LaRussa needs to pipe down. And Tony LaRussa had a quote that said, there's a reason he has a locker and I have an office. I'm the boss. Gabe Kapler, Dave Roberts, and I like Dave Roberts, just all the younger managers that are not making, wouldn't say words like that in a million years. In the NFL, even in the NFL, like we, our coaches are really famous, but is Sean McVay or Kyle Shanahan really going to talk a lot of shit? Probably not. So you, you need your coaches to be just big personalities. They help sell your sport. This is all a television product, and they're big characters. I think Dan Campbell's a big character. Picture that went viral of him with a helmet. I think Ford Motor Speedway, NASCAR race maybe. Not a big race guy, so not exactly sure, but I laughed. <laughs> I, I did. I'm uh, week one, Niners-Lions. Can't wait. Uh, Tim Tebow read this. Uh, Diana Rossini works for Espen, also goes by ESPN. Uh, said that Tim Tebow could be used in a Taysom Hill role. I said, hold up. Pump those brakes. Taysom Hill runs like a 4-4. Now, I don't know what Tebow is running at 34 years old, but I'll promise you this. And I don't know if you saw the picture of him come out of Jaguars. They tweeted it. I saw it on Instagram. I posted it on my Instagram story. Tim Tebow looks like, you know, I'm not saying he's doing anything, but, you know, it's a lot of protein going into that body. There ain't a chance on God's green earth I'd say Tim Tebow could break 4.75. A huge part of Taysom Hill's attribute, like his best attribute, is his speed is elite. And his arm, Tebow's arm stinks. If I was a defensive coordinator, I'd go, Hey, Urban, make him throw the ball. Take take Trevor Lawrence off the field. I'd be screaming that from the other sideline. I think it's 52 yards and a, and a half. That's what I'd be screaming from 52 yards away. I would love for Tebow to throw the ball. He has one of the worst throwing motions we've ever seen in NFL history. And his arm is not good. Taysom, I don't know if he's a great thrower, like if you want him to be a full-time quarterback, but he does have a power. He can throw it. To compare that is laughable. That's a joke. He will not play a Taysom Hill role. It's just not possible. ESPN, this is, is a bright side for the uh, the Green Bay Packers because Rodgers with Miles Teller in Hawaii, Kapalua, hanging out, drinking Mai Tais at Monkey Pod. Maybe maybe Rodgers wasn't at Monkey Pod because Miles Teller got beat up there. But if you've ever been to Monkey Pod on uh, Kapalua, it's awesome. The, the Mai Tais, I'm not a foofy guy drink. Like I, I usually just drink tequila sodas or vodka sodas. That's really what I've been drinking now for the last decade. I've I've tr- changed mainly tequila sodas, but I will drink vodka sodas too. I'll do with it either. Every once in a while, you'll just be in the mood. You'll see like a cocktail, like a pina colada or whatever at a bar with some friends. And I, I don't do this very often, but you just I get the itch, you know? And you have it, you're like, this is terrible. Because you, all you got to do go is to Hawaii once, like every decade. They're, they're Mai Tais, their pina colada, melt in your mouth. They use real fruit. They don't use fruit juice. Their ice is fantastic. It's just elite. You know, I, I understand why Rodgers is there sucking down Mai Tais, avoiding Gudikins. 
but they said that Jordan Love has shown signs of progress. The one benefit of Rodgers disappearing is that Jordan Love gets to take all the all the reps. Now, I haven't seen the update if the receivers ever showed up or not, but just giving Jordan Love every single rep humanly possible at Packers practice is ultimately a big-picture win for them, whether they end up trading him because he improves or whether they end up trading Rodgers and they're able to transition to Love as their full-time quarterback, right? If the most powerful thing you can have on your team is multiple quarterbacks. If one guy's good, you can flip him. Jimmy Garoppolo had played a game and a half and Belichick actually took a discount because he loved Jimmy so much he just wanted to give him to Kyle. If he really wanted to get a bidding war, someone would have given him a first-round pick. Jimmy had played a, a game and a half. Might have been less because, remember, he hurt his shoulder in the second game. So if Jordan Love ever, ever gets good, you can either keep him or get rid of Rodgers. We're a long way away from that, but I'm just saying, best-case scenario, it's not a bad thing to have. The last thing I saw, and this has to just irk the Rodgers and the Russells, and this is, I give the Bucks credit. Bruce Arians is no dummy. He had Tom Brady evaluate rookie wide receivers coming out in the draft. Just make the guy feel a part of it. He already gave you a discount. He's playing for $25 million a year. Dak Prescott is playing for $40 million a year. Never done anything in the league but thrown up some good stats. I'm not trying to talk shit about Dak Prescott. I like the guy. But Tom Brady gladly plays for $25 million. Because he knows I'm going to make money for the rest of my life. I'm just going to keep winning championships. I'm just going to keep winning. And he gets that. They help, They let him evaluate players. Not that, I mean, do they even factor that in? Who knows? But why not? It's such an easy, it's a BP fastball as we call it. Just make Tom feel included. That's all he's ever wanted. Hell, Belichick evaluates wide, he can't even evaluate wide receivers to save his life as an evaluator by himself. Maybe he should have let Tom help him out with that position. Now, I'm listen, we all have a weakness. I'm not, I'm not a very good DB evaluator. But I'd, I'd make Tom a part of my scouting department also. Big team camaraderie guy. Uh, makes him feel included and makes him want to take another discount if you win another Super Bowl. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person Anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. 
or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Okay, let's go Middlecoff Mailbag. At John Middlecoff Instagram. I'm sure many of you guys know the deal by now. Fire in those DMs and get your questions answered here. Start with Maddie. Fan of the pod. Got turned on by a buddy. Love word of mouth. I'd appreciate every single person, and I know a lot of you do, that tell your friends. I, I appreciate the grassroots nature of the business. Just uh, wanted to reach out and say how helpful your podcasts have been to my outlook on life more than anything else, particularly when it comes to finding value, looking long-term, having vision and instincts. Yeah, I mean, it's it's easier said than done. I'm not I'm not perfect. You know, I've been... Keeping an eye on the Scottsdale real estate market, which is blowing up right now. Uh, it's really expensive. I mean, relative to what it was a couple years ago. And you just, you know, you got to live. There's a balance. I guess buying homes is is a little different than probably investing in like the stock market for prices. But it, it's all relative, I guess. Uh, I, I try to practice what I preach. I've had a good week on the stock market, by the way. <laughs> if I have to ask a football question, it's who will start a real NFL game first, Trey Lance or our boy McCorkle? I'd love to get your thoughts uh, in your timeline you would expect. I'd expect Mac Jones to start a game before Trey Lance. It wouldn't shock me if Mac Jones started week one. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. And he's definitely probably going to play more because you don't bring Mac Jones in. He's a quarterback. Like, Trey, you could bring in for packages if Jimmy's starting. Mac's just a starter. And then Cam would come in. So I, I would guess... I would guess that Mac Jones starts first. Do you think Justin Herbert will improve on last season this next year? 
Lombardi is an asset, but Brandon Staley doesn't exactly resemble Shanahan McVay's in the NFL because he's a defensive guy. Does Herbert call the plays this year? Thoughts? I would guess 100% he does not call plays. Uh, I, I saw Lombardi, the OC, say something about Mike Williams going to have a big year. It's like, yeah, Lombardi. Mike Williams has a good year. every. If he's on the field, he produces. Mike Williams is a good player. He just gets hurt. Their offense, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, like they'll be good. I, is Justin Herbert's not going to call plays, but their offense should be good. I was born in Cupertino. I'm going to go to Cal Poly next fall. Love it. To study mechanical engineering. Shit, you are a smart individual. I am not. I could never, ever have gotten into Cal Poly mechanical engineering. And if I did, I would never have survived. I'm soon to be a bald guy. Hashtag, fuck yeah. When I heard your pod, it was almost meant to be. LOL. Bald guy from Cal Poly. Now, here's why I will push back. I was not bald at Cal Poly. It is, though, when I started noticing hair, I'll never forget being like at a, in a class and looking down and seeing hair fall. I was like, I am in trouble. I appreciate that, Ryan. Have fun at Cal Poly. It doesn't suck. It's also not real life. You just go there, you go to class, you get wasted, you hang out, you go to the pool, you get a little lift on, you play some pickup hoops, and you do it all again every week. It's, it's absolutely incredible. It is, I enjoy, I've always been a big believer that to live a fulfilled life, you should get better. Like, life should get better, right? Like, my life was awesome growing up. I had loving parents, had good friends, and then I went to college, it was good. And then it got better in the 20s. I mean, it's different, but then my life has been better in my 30s. Like, it should get better. But, I, so I hate people that are like, if I could go back to college, like, I wouldn't want to necessarily go back to college. I didn't have any money. But, you, I did appreciate just ha- not having a worry in the world. Not having to worry like, can I increase my revenue in quarter three? Or like, can I afford to keep my condo and buy another house? All you cared about is like, where's the cake? Can we order some pizza? (laughs) What time are we going drinking? What time is the game on? Life was great. That is very carefree. Life gets hard though after. You already know because you're going to be studying a lot because you're a mechanical engineer. How does Aaron Rodgers not play and affect the Packers salary cap if he doesn't show up and doesn't get paid? I guess they would just have, you know, whatever available. But I don't think it really matters because it's not like they're going to fill his slot. They're not going to trade for somebody and fill that money. Uh, I would imagine if he just doesn't show up and just takes the year off, then yeah, you would get 37. You just wouldn't have to pay anyone $37 million. So you'd have $37 million extra money, right? But again, it's just, it would just be blank. It would just save them money. It wouldn't actually do anything for them. Do you think the NFL will ever bring some games to Australia? There is a similar similar following in Australia to England, and there are several stadiums in Australia that could host an event, matching the experience of games in London. Where would you like to see the NFL played if you could pick a country outside of the States? The problem with Australia, having been to New Zealand once, it is far away. So I, I, I just... I remember maybe six or seven years ago, the A's played a game in Australia opening weekend. I think they played the Mariners. They did opening weekend like a week before the season because if they played like Thursday, Friday, Saturday and gave them Sunday trap, they wouldn't make it back to like, it would just throw your time clock off. So I I think it is a little bit of a logistical challenge. If I had to choose a place to play a game and distance didn't matter, that's a good question. 
I was uh, last week when I went to Arizona. I went with a good buddy I grew up with, Brian, who played baseball at St. Mary's, and his buddy Kyle Jensen, who was played in the bigs and played with him at St. Mary's, played in Japan for a year. And Brian showed me these pictures of J- Japanese baseball. It's where you know Daisuke, Shohei Otani, like they they produce. When Japan cares about something, baseball, they produce Ichiro, they produce elite guys. Golf, care about, Hideki wins the Masters. I I have nothing but admiration for the Japanese culture. They're very disciplined, and they take shit seriously, and their elite guys are elite at at athletics. They played this game with like 40,000 people watching. Obviously, baseball is a really big deal in Japan. And like every inning, there's something. A chant. One inning, they give everyone balloons, and people just uh, like ungrab the balloon and all the balloons go up to the top of the dome at the same time. Now, I'm pretty sure the NFL has played a game in Japan before. I actually think they're scheduled to play a game in Japan relatively soon. So I would go Japan. Uh, now, again, Japan might be just as far as Australia, so you're maybe I'm an idiot. Uh, didn't you didn't listen didn't get to listen to the podcast much pre-draft, so maybe you covered this and I missed it. I could be wrong, but I can't think of a successful NFL quarterback who has a hitch in his throwing motion like Trey Lance does. Why do analysts ignore this as if it won't be a problem? Well, being there at practice yesterday, I didn't see it. So I it looked like a normal throwing motion. To me, dramatic hitches stand out, and he just looked like he had a normal throwing motion. Why is there a wide variation when first-round picks sign their rookie deals? With the contracts already collectively bargained, wouldn't the rookies want to sign as soon as they can to collect the signing bonus? That is an incredible question. I don't quite know the answer to that. But if I could get Howie or Parag or one of those guys on the phone, that's a great question. I, I don't... I think sometimes you naturally are arguing over semantics of a deal. Because that's just... The, the agent has to justify his 5% or 3%, right? Because if I was a player, what the fuck am I paying my agent for my rookie contract? Why, why am I giving you 2%, whatever? Maybe just like a base fee, like, hey, here's $50,000. But I saw Devontae Smith sign today. Why would Devontae Smith, a $20 million contract, why would I owe whatever the going rate is for an agent fee? My contract was determined the moment they drafted me. What am I paying you for? Dot and T's or cross and T's and dot and I's. That is where I do have admiration for these guys to go negotiate their own. Get a high level lawyer. Get a dude from a law firm that will charge you a flat rate. Even if it's a hundred grand, it's better than giving someone 300 grand. I I don't get it. I'm with you. I think that I think the agents try to justify their, their job in that situation. Recently on the pod, you discussed how coaching matters more than in any other sport in football. I agree. Could you ever see the league implementing a salary cap for coaches or increasing the current salary cap but including coaches in it? The NFL has the most parity of any sport, and coaching is one of the few ways to overcome forced parity of the salary cap. Intrigued to hear your thoughts. Well, they don't need to. Think about the richest team in the league, the team that just has more money, the Cowboys. Think of who their coaches have been. The last, like, Jason Garrett, Wade Phillips. Jerry Jones could, in theory, hire any coach he wanted. He'd give Lincoln Riley $200 million. He doesn't. <laughs> so what What would change that? Right? Like, I, I don't think it matters. Stan Kroenke has all this money. 
I mean, three or four years ago, he hired a 31-year-old coach. Now, Sean's become an unreal, high-level NFL coach, but that's who they hired. He had unlimited cash. The Shannon, uh, the Jed, they tried to hire Josh McDaniels. McDaniels told him no, and that's how they ended up with Shanahan. So I, I don't even think it matters. There's a huge element, unlike kind of like players. You don't really, it's, it's a pretty big guessing game. Now, Washington hires Ron Rivera. Chiefs hire Andy Reid. Some of the, you know, quote unquote, those guys aren't retreads. Those are just guys looking for an, another job. You know what you're getting. But for the most part, coordinators, is Brandon Staley going to be any good? When Brian Dable gets a co- job, is he going to be any good? You just never know. People thought Doug Peterson sucked, then he won a Super Bowl. I, I just don't think you need to do that because you can give me the coach with the sweetest resume. Like Urban Meyer, an all-time great college coach, might suck in the pros. He might stink. Like there is a chance that it's an epic failure. And I bet the Jags are paying him $10 million a year. He's getting paid. It wouldn't shock me they're paying him twelve. It wouldn't shock me they're paying him a million dollars a month. They might not make the playoffs for three straight years. And he'll get fired. Think about that. I I just, it's one of those things. It's a, it's a good question. I just don't think they need to do it. The Giants have all this money. Look at the coaches they always end up with. McAdoo, Shermer. They, they can't figure it out. Every once in a while, they get a Parcells or a Coughlin, and then they run through all these average coaches. Joe Judge, maybe he's good. Maybe he's not. I don't know. Everyone acted like he's sweet. He won five games last year. So time will tell. Time will tell. Have a great weekend. Enjoy yourself. See you next week. Peace. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.